Hey everybody, welcome to episode 49 of Millennial Gaming Speak. I am your host, Logan Moore, and with me this week is not Max Roberts, because he's on a road trip somewhere. I have actually no idea where he is, but I do know that he's playing Ocarina of Time, so that's a good thing. He's finally getting around to playing that game. With me this week is Michael Ruiz, a fellow writer on PlayStationInsider.com. Michael, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey. How you doing? I'm not too bad. Just hanging around house today just because I'm uh, I'm off of work so yes. on Tuesdays all the time. So. Yeah, same here. I've got the first like three days off this week, surprisingly. Nice. I have no idea why. That's not a thing that normally happens, but <laughs> I'm not complaining. Just yeah, for some reason, I have like the next two days off. So <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm in, I'm in the same boat. I've just been playing video games. What have you... Uh, so like I said, Michael's a writer on PlayStationInsider.com. I've mentioned that. I think the past one or two episodes now, if you listen to the show, go check it out. It's a cool website, and we do a lot of writing and stuff, and Michael's like the the news man over there. At least it seems that's, like that's what you do the most. That's what I've been deemed as, I think. <laughs> I took that responsibility, you've I got, think. <laughs> you've got the most mornings free, it seems like. Like, I don't get home until like five or six o'clock every night, so by that time that I get uh, home, everything's done for the day. Sometimes yeah. I get yeah, sometimes I get, I get lucky and I can write a story or two, but it's it's rare. Yeah, yeah, I get up at like I don't know. Usually I work really early, so I'll work at like five thirty, and then I get off at like the latest two. So like at that point, I'm like, ah, there's no news up. I'm gonna put all like five stories up. Yeah, <laughs> or three stories up. The days that I am so. off, I try to wake up really early and see if there's anything. Then this morning there wasn't, so that kind of sucks. Well, there wasn't much. You you always scrap together some. You find something some way. I usually yeah. just like write off most things that I don't think are important personally, but I know that's an awful Literally. thing to do probably. Yeah, it's not too, it's nothing too bad. Mo- you know. The other thing that I suck at is um like Ian or somebody will send us news stories and it's like some Japanese game I have no idea what it is. <laughs> I'm like I'm not even going to bother to write that up because I I can't even pronounce the title let alone accurately accurately <laughs> explain what the heck this is. Yeah, I like I always feel uncomfortable writing about something that I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. So like oh some of that stuff like Gal Gun, which is that weird, weird game. That game that's Dan's obsessed out. with. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh I don't know, just any of that stuff. I just don't know. So I'm like I feel like I'm writing this piece and I don't know what I'm talking about at all. Yeah. That's th- that's so. the worst. I hate doing it. I've done it a couple of times. I try to avoid it though, and with our staff is we got a decent sized group of guys. Like I usually assume that somebody else probably knows what they're talking about. So I leave <laughs> that stuff to them. Um, yeah. Usually Dan knows that stuff. He knows everything, which is very, yeah, he weird. does <laughs> like I didn't, man, he knows, he's on, he knows way too much stuff. Um, so yeah, what have you been? Uh, so we've both got time off work. Have you been playing? So I've been playing song of the deep. I know you said you got a code for it as well. You've been, pl- have you been playing that? I did. I tried it this morning for about fifteen minutes, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I like it. It's seems all right right now. I don't know. I think I'm like two hours in at this point. I still don't really know how I feel about it. I think I'm gonna end up. Yeah, I'm gonna do the review for it. That's why they gave me the code, I guess. Um, <laughs> probably. That's probably why they sent me. Why Mark <laughs> sent me that. Um, but yeah, I I I don't know. It's. Like it's it's so for those of you who don't know, New Insomniac game. It's a Metroidvania style game, uh, in conjunction with GameStop. It's with Game Trust, which is GameStop's publishing wing. They're now publishing games, which is a very strange thing that they're doing now. Um, it's I yeah I don't know how I feel about it. it, it the sub controls are very 
weird to me. Like it's really floaty and I get that it should be because it's underwater, but that also means it's imprecise and I feel like I never have proper control of what's happening. I don't know. It's all right. The world's interesting. It's interesting to put a world under a Metroidvania type game underwater, but I don't know if it's really working. I also think the combat's kind of lame constantly. Have you got the grapple hook or whatever yet? Yeah, the combat is what I personally have a problem with. I actually don't mind the traversal whatsoever. Like, I think it works. Uh, I think the combat is just super weird. I I was not into it. Like, you have to grab stuff and then throw it at it, or you can use the hook, but the hook is like, well, I'm going to probably get hit by something. More than likely. <laughs> I expect it. So I just so. I, I just got like torpedoes when I was finished playing a second ago. So I don't know if that'll make that'll make combat a little bit better. But yeah. yeah, for the first two hours of the game, it's been really weird playing. I I mean, you, you expected like I expected to like shoot things out of the sub, and that would be how the combat yeah. was. Not shooting. It's like melee combat underwater, which is strange. It just it just feels it just different. feels weird. And with the game from like Insomniac, you know, Insomniac's totally known for their weapons. Like yeah. if you play like Ratchet and Clank or uh, like just anything by them, like they their weapons are what define the game. And so far, that that's what I was looking forward to. And right now, like I just have the grappling hook, and it's like, well, I don't know, I don't really like this thing. <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing I was disappointed with too, is because you do expect that. Like I think that's a staple in. That's a staple in every single game they've made, even the ones that aren't good. Like, what was that game that came out? Uh, Fuse. Like, it's, that game yeah. was still supposed to have, like, a bunch of really weird guns. Uh, so, Ratchet & Clank Resistance, Sunset Overdrive. They're known for yeah. their weapons in this game. I'm, like, two or two, two and a half hours in at this point, and it's really just very cut and dry. So, I don't know. The world's interesting. Um I heard it's a pretty big game, actually. I heard it's like eight for f- eight hours, I think, maybe for fifteen bucks. Like that's not too bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, if you if you like Metroidvania game style games a lot, give it a shot. Um, that's the other thing. I don't know if I really want to play a Metroidvania game right now. So it's <laughs> so I'm trying yeah. to review it object as objective as possible, but it's not really doing anything for me personally at the moment. So. I hear you. I don't know. Sometimes you're just yeah. not in the mood to play certain games. I really want to get into Dark Souls 3 for some reason, but I'm really also horrified I, to do that. I played how many hours of Dark Souls 3? I played like 13 hours of Dark Souls 3. My one friend who I do uh, my podcast with, uh, he has beaten it three times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like within, uh, and he might have beaten it more by now, but that was like within the first like two weeks. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what do you what do you do like what do you do in order to beat one of these games in such a way that you are like oh man I want to do that again I want to have a bad time one more time do you do you play any of them <laughs> uh, I played some of uh, okay so Dark Souls was the first one I played Dark Souls one and uh, I got to Honor Orlando for pe- people will know what that is yeah and uh, that's when I quit because there was one part where uh, you had to cross this like very narrow bridge. And there'd be a skeleton that's just shooting magical arrows at you, <laughs> and it would keep on knocking me off the bridge, and then I have to go back up, try doing it again, get knocked down again. I was like, did that for like three hours. I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. I uh, people people who listen to the show know that about probably I think in May I had had I had bought Bloodborne a long time ago because I had fi- I had finally wanted to try these games out and wanted to get into them. So I bought Bloodborne for PS4, but I had it in my backlog for a really long time. 
I finally reached a point where I was like, screw it. I'm, I'm just going to play Bloodborne now. And I got obsessed with it. I played the entire, I got the platinum trophy on it. Uh, I I did everything you could possibly do on the game. Um, it really took hold of my life for about a month there. And, uh, I, I really, really liked it. So I bought dark souls three the other day. I'm hoping I like it. Um, I think I it's will. It's definitely if I like. Blood it's one. definitely faster than uh, Dark Souls One. I think they took what they've learned from Bloodborne and kind of put that into Dark Souls Three. Yeah. Uh, but it is still the same kind of combat that you would expect from a Dark Souls game. It's not like fat. It's not fast like Bloodborne is. It's definitely. Uh, it's definitely slower and more strategic in that fashion. Yeah. Not to say that Bloodborne isn't, but. Yeah, Bloodborne's definitely. The best strategy is almost to just go all out and try to attack something yeah, just, as fast as you can. Yeah. So Bloodborne's a yeah. little bit different because I tried to play Demon Souls when that came out, and that yeah, I got like three hours in. And I think I quit. Just I I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't do it. It was driving me insane. But Bloodborne, I felt like you could at least get over a hump at some point, and then you could actually see it through to the end. And I hear those you. uh those final Chalice dungeons to get the platinum were were not fun. <sighs> if you have any idea what I'm talking about, but. Man, you have to go through a lot of bad stuff to get that platinum. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think we're just kind of – you're getting No Man's Sky next month. I think we were both talking about that the other day. I think we're just kind yeah. of – I'm kind of in a holding pattern until that comes out with games. Like, I've got, obviously, Song of the Deep to review and play through. Other than that, I don't – like, there's nothing coming out, especially since Batman got pushed and what's in that – that's maybe oh, coming yeah. out in November now maybe yeah it might come out it might still be pushed to 2017 though too it's not for certain weird stuff yeah i guess that's one piece of news that i so notable news this week for people who listen to the show notable news there's really no news so we're just gonna we're just kind (laughs) of making it up but i guess that is one quick piece of news is that no man's sky did go gold so it is coming out next month august 9th it will be on time Hooray! You've got like I think they said it's a six gigabyte install, which is insane which is, that they made that game that nothing. small. Um, and I know that the game's all procedurally generated, but that's still insane that they made it that small of an install. Um, so that's coming out next month. I, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Like I still, I think I want to get it day one, but I also don't know how I feel about it at the same time. And I don't know if I'm gonna love it. And I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I have conf- conflicted feelings about the game all over the place regardless of how i even feel about it i guess i am going to pick it up day one uh i am very cautiously optimistic about it uh i just don't want my i don't want my expectations just be like blundered by just like disappointment and everything so i i'm looking forward to it for sure uh i'm also not expecting the best game out of it more so because i don't want to just be super disappointed <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, but uh yeah. um but yeah uh i'm definitely picking up day one though for sure i'm yeah i think cautiously optimistic is the best way i would describe it too because i'm not i'm not one of those people who's trolling around reddit and this is this is my life this game releasing is finally going to finally going to change my life and like i don't know the, it, the community surrounding this game is very very strange you can get into some weird places of the internet where people are worshiping no man's sky and they think it's going to be the game to end all games and i i don't think it's going to be anything like that um 
it seems like a good game that maybe if I've got an hour before I want to go to bed and I've had a long day and I get home and I just want to chill out and do something, maybe I'll pop it on. Um, honestly, so I love trophies a bunch and like I just platinumed, uh, I just platinum Lego Star Wars the other day, which I know you're also playing oh, through well. right now. Yes, I am. So I, I like collecting trophies a whole bunch. I'm hoping that the trophies on No Man's Sky are like really, really good. So something that keeps me wanting to come back because if it is just the same loop nonstop of, hey, a planet, hey, I found this animal on this planet and I named this Baba Jadudi. Okay, next planet. Like that's going to get really boring really quick. And I hope that there is some depth to it that we aren't aware of. And I hope that there's some trophies for people like myself who try to hunt those down and can try to achieve certain things here and there. I hope that it's kind of pushing you in directions and giving you things to do. And it's not just Here's the universe. Go explore it. Have fun. Bye. Because yeah. I think that will yeah, get for me, really fast. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's going to... I want it to be like my new Minecraft because I do play Minecraft a you little do? bit. Okay. Not as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, but Minecraft is always that game where I'll just like on a weekend, I'll randomly just get really into it, play it for like seven hours in a day. <laughs> and I'll be like, all right, I'm good for a month. And then just wait till next month and play it again. Yeah. Like that's what I want. That's what I want No Man's Sky to be. Uh, like I want it to be that game where like every once in a while, like once I'm done with my initial like playthrough of the game, uh, I will just keep on going back just just to when there's nothing to play. Like like right like now. Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like that would be the game I'd be playing. Hopefully that that's where that game lies because I don't think that's a game that had like it has replay value. But it's not something that I think will like stick as far as like best game this year. Although I I hope it is. So yeah, I think Minecraft's probably an apt comparison because Minecraft does have its own community and it does have the people who play it seven days a week for five hours a day or something like that. But it also does have people like yourself who and people like myself. I used to play it a decent amount as well. Who would just go to it maybe a couple times a month, play it for a couple hours here and there, and then hop out and be totally content with it after that. I hope that I, I hope that No Man's Sky isn't something I get and then I want to trade it in fairly quickly or something like that. Like, if the gameplay is good enough, then the world's interesting enough to where I do want to come back. Like, I'll see it sitting on my shelf and be like, hey, I can pop that in for a couple hours and just go see what's going on there. Then I think that's the best i that that's all i want from the game i'm not expecting anything else besides that the scope of it's amazing but i think we've seen the scope 50 times over in gameplay demos so i'm not really looking forward to that once i actually get the game i'm more looking forward to just what is the moment to moment action gonna be like and i think the best we can hope for is that it is one of those games that we see sitting on our shelves and want to play it every now and then yeah that's that's exactly how I feel. I just hope that it's something that I don't want to trade in in like, like a week. Yeah, because that would be really disappointing. <laughs> I also wonder how you would review a game. Well, I guess it wouldn't be that hard. It sounds like you or I are gonna be doing the review. It's either I, gonna be one of us. If I, I've already thought about how I was gonna review it, so I know what I'm gonna do. Uh but I'll save that for if I do review it <laughs> and for people to actually read the view, review when it comes out. Yeah, so. I think I do have an idea myself if I was to do it. I don't know. You can actually have that one because I'm totally expecting <laughs> I can. I'm totally expecting, like I said, Batman to come out next month too, and then I'll take that, and then you can take No Man's Sky. There's also something else out next month that I can't think of. Yeah, I don't – there was nothing that I was – that I called, I think, as far as – 
that goes. You've just got you, the next. You've got the hold on Call of Duty and Titanfall and that stuff, don't you? And the, yeah, that was the one that I I got in there because I'm like nobody asked for these ones. What? The, why? Because <laughs> Call of Duty looked awesome. <laughs> Call of Duty actually does look really good, and I hate like that I'm saying that for the first time in five right? years. Yeah. The, yeah. Exactly. Like this is I. I'm by no means a Call of Duty player. However, I like I do play the stories every year somehow. You rent them from Redbox and play through them in a Saturday or something like that. And yeah, I'll borrow them. I'll borrow them from a friend or like I I worked at a GameStop before, so you rented the I games. Play, yeah. Yeah, I worked at a GameStop sense. before too. It's yeah. interesting. The good the good old GameStop rental service. <laughs> yeah, that you're not supposed to tell the employees about because you just walk out yeah. of the store with games. They're like, "What the heck?" Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, uh, I always find myself playing those campaigns, and I personally like them a lot. Like, I think they're really fun, sh- kind of short. They're, like, five hours, seven hours, maybe. But just something short lucky. and fun to play. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, the last one, Black Ops 3, uh, I actually enjoyed quite a bit. I thought it was way different than any of the other ones that I've played before. I, so. I think the last one I stopped at was Black Ops 2. I don't think I've played anything since then. I think it was. Oh, I think wow. I've missed Black Ops Two, Black Ops Three, Advanced Warfare, and Ghost. So it's almost. Yeah. So it's been like five years for me since I've played one. So, yeah. but I think this one looks interesting. Like it could be cool. It, it looks. It looks awesome. Like so, whenever you have a like any sort of sci-fi thing, and then you also put like flying in space in there, I'm I'm all in. Like that's all I want to do in every game. So is it op- Is it open world? Like I've been getting mixed. Like responses on that yeah because so in the demo that you saw at um sony's press conference or whatever there's obviously like a hub that they go to and then they like choose a plane a ship to go to and then they fly out of fly out of the hub that they're in and they go to attack that ship and is it going to be open to a certain sense i can't imagine that it will be but i think i think it's going to be i don't think it's gonna be open world i just think that at that certain part of the roller coaster that part is open that's probably what it is yeah yeah kind of like how yeah because some games will do that it's like okay we need to do these three objectives you can go do them however you want but in the end you got to do these like three objectives or something like yeah. that so and advanced warfare uh in their campaign kind of had something like that where i think it was like some sort of freighter or something it was like one of the last missions and you you are flying a ship and what you'll do is you'll fly the ship like clear out the area land your ship down on the on the freighter and then shoot people there and then go back up and do the same thing. It's, it was kind of like, I, that's how I assumed it would be. Interesting. Yeah. I, it looks cool that when I saw it at the Sony press event, I was like, I don't know what game this is, but this looks really cool. And then it's like call of duty. I was like, Oh like, gosh, that's a, that's not a good <laughs> no. thing. I can't believe I just said I like that, which I actually, I don't have a problem with call of duty at all. I, I still say call of duty four is one of the best games of last generation that call of duty 4 is phenomenal but i just think they it's too much like take a year off similar to what assassin's creed did this year because i like assassin's creed a lot too but i just got burnt with them every year so if you take a year off and let people remember that oh i miss call of duty this year then maybe i would feel that way but i just it's it's a constant thing and never stops like as soon as they release all the dlc packs for one of the games then boom the next one's out and so it's i know that uh I know that their like profit from the game has kind of like kind of dwindled, I believe. Yeah, I think but, I think you're right. But it's not I don't think it's nearly enough to like be like, "Oh, let's skip a year and really concentrate on making a a really great experience." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so. think 
I'm trying to think. I think they peaked with Black Ops 2, if I'm right, just because when that one came out, it was at the tail end of those at the of those console life cycles so everybody had either yeah. a playstation or a 360 and then i know it fell off with ghosts i don't think it advanced warfare did pretty well but i don't think it did like gangbusters and i think actually it may have gone back up with black ops 3 this past year but i'm not certain about that i know that ghosts and advanced warfare didn't do too hot um although i think advanced warfare was like the best in the series since like modern war or since probably black ops 2 or for me modern warfare 2 so oh yeah yeah i we'll see if i want to play it we'll have to wait for your review in november and see how it is <laughs> i wonder if we'll get an early yeah. copy of that that'd be that'd be something cool. i don't know that'd be really cool um i'm looking forward to the, the next one I, I have listed i don't even know other than the one uh, no Man's Sky is like WWE 2K17. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, got. I I know you've got that on there. Yeah, I did. You're, so you're a massive wrestling fan, then, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you watch How Raw did... last night? Uh, I didn't watch Raw last night. I kind of know what's happening though. Um, Shane got put in charge of SmackDown, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I wish he would have stayed in control overall but of course they're not gonna do that i don't know they're trying to make smackdown no, the not. trendy one that everybody will watch on tuesday nights now but i don't know if that's gonna happen well i don't know i'm really actually yeah, I, excited for the draft next week though that should be really good i'm very yeah, excited I'm, for that yeah i'm super stoked on it too they Who, my one friend and i used to do uh or we still do the we did a wrestling podcast except we have to change the name because there's already a podcast name with that name. So, and we got emailed and they're like, uh, you have to do this because we have trademarks for the name. Well, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, we're just doing this for fun. <laughs> so I have to go change the name. Uh, it was called Between the Ropes, which is like a huge website. <laughs> and they you somehow didn't know about? <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't really go looking for uh i mean it's not wrestling it's like mma fighting and like boxing and stuff okay so well, you think that'd like, be between oh, yeah, that'd this. be like between the cage links or something like that as if it's yeah, about you'd, you'd you'd if think. mma jeez yeah yeah that's but that's, yeah so how many podcasts do you have uh five 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 podcasts you've I think? got five dang see i've wanted to expand yeah how but do you, I'll talk. We uh, we're we're gonna actually talk about podcasts in a little bit. We can save that yeah, for we'll, we'll when we that. get there if you want to. Because I yeah, I've actually yeah. got a bunch of questions for you about all that stuff. Um, one more wrestling question. Who's your favorite? So who's your favorite right now? This has been my, this has been like my rough area. This is why I can't get. I used to watch a ton of wrestling. I haven't been able to get into it in probably like the past eighteen months, like I used to be. I think it's because just all of my favorite wrestlers are gone, and I haven't liked the storylines they're doing. Um, CM Punk was my favorite and then he left. I liked Daniel Bryan. He got hurt. I liked, uh, edge edge is my favorite ever. He got hurt obviously yeah. and had to retire. So all of my favorite guys went out like within like two years of each other. And so I've just kind of been, I don't know. Ro Roman sucks. Roman sucks. I don't like Roman. I like Seth pretty well though. <laughs> I like Seth a lot. Yeah. I'd say he's probably my favorite right now. My favorite right now is, uh, I like Apollo Cruz a lot, like a lot. He's, he's my guy right now. Yeah. Uh, he's just a huge dude who could do stuff that a small dude can do, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I do like Seth Rollins a lot. Uh, I like Neville 
I thought Neville Neville's was really pretty good. good. But he he's hurt though right now yeah, too. He's always hurt, uh, man. He's been hurt yeah, constantly sucks. like the past six to eight months. Yeah. Um I like the new day. I, I love really the, the and day. everybody likes the new day though. <laughs> yeah. That's an obvious Yeah. But uh yeah, I'd say like Apollo Cruz is who I'm kind of hot on right now. Is he, I, is I like he, Apollo Cruz a lot. Is he up now in the on the actual like raw roster is he still doing NXT stuff? He's on he's on the he's in the WWE now. Yeah. Okay, yes. Cuz he was roster. he was NXT for a while there, wasn't he? Yeah, he came up the same I think the same time the Vaude Villains came up. Okay. I saw them this yeah. past weekend. They wrestled uh who was it they wrestled at that stupid house show? I think it was oh, it was Vaude Villains versus like a real dumb like smushed together tag team of Jack Swagger and Kane. And of course Kane <laughs> choke slammed the Vaude Villains and they won that stupid match cuz I guess that matters. Kane's out yeah. of shape, dude. Kane looks awful. Kane, he also Kane, looks like he hates it now. I don't know why he's still around. <laughs> Kane, like the Undertaker, should probably stop. They're getting old. The Undertaker, I think, old. wants to stop. I think he wants to do one more year and wants to stop or something like that. Or maybe it's two. I don't know. I think I heard he wants to do one more, but I also hear that every year after WrestleMania that he wants to do one more. <laughs> One more go at it. One more go, Undertaker. <laughs> and I know he wants to go out on his back too, but it'd be yeah. I don't know. It'd be weird for he should have he should have just he should have just gone out to Brock and that should have been it. I don't understand. He should have. I don't understand the point why he came back and fought. Who did he even fight this past year? Somebody really lame. Oh no, he fought Shane McMahon the last time. Oh yeah, that was actually that was an awesome match, but it yeah, was, that a, was a really it good didn't match. make any sense for them to be wrestling each other. <laughs> like it was a yeah, really, the, I don't know, yeah, it was a strange. Vince pain. was just, yeah, Vince was just like, uh, yeah, if you fight the Undertaker, you can have control of Raw, and then he lost, and then he gets, and then he still gets control of Raw because anyway. that's because that's wrestling for you in a nutshell. They build up these storylines, yeah. you get invested in it, and then uh, hey, we're gonna do that thing anyway. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't bought a wrestling game in years. If uh, if that one's any good, maybe I'll buy it and play it with you. Because you can't do online, yeah. can you? Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah, I'll have to look. Two K sixteen was, it was it was a bad game. Uh, but it had uh like really neat, like features to it that I thought like oh that's actually kind of cool. Like the whole because uh, you know two K uh their NBA games have the my player mode and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the same thing for like making a wrestler. And like creating storylines and stuff like that, and they're like neat concepts, but they're just they don't work out because the game is bad. <laughs> I think it's gonna hit a point. It's one year where because the two K games sucked for. Well, they actually two K games have always the basketball games have always been pretty good, but they hit one year where it just spiked out of nowhere. I think it was two K yeah, uh, ten or a, ten or a, it was eleven. The one with Jordan on it, I think, is the one yeah, I'm thinking of where the, it just the quality went to the next level. Yeah, and I I'm, I'm hoping that it, happens with the WWE games at some point. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no competition though, so I mean, I don't know. Like NBA had live, and then there was 2K. Yeah. Um, but at WWE has really no competition because they probably just take a company like, hey, make us this game. There's that one TNA game that came out like five, six, seven years ago. That could that could have <laughs> still been going strong. But TNA full. They'll I make don't, a. I don't even, um, is TNA still around? I know they rebranded to Impact yeah. Wrestling. I think they did. 
Yeah, I think it's still around. I know. I mean, if anything, they should make a Lucha Underground game. That would be good. <laughs> I had somebody tell me the other day that I really need to watch that. And it's good. Maybe I'll... they're short. It's not like three hours of like kind of dragging storyline and stuff like that. Where they replay pro- last week's promo and put it in a video yeah. package for ten minutes or something like that. Yeah, that's Raw. Yeah. Raw needs to go back to two hours now too. I feel like now that SmackDown's back, they'd be smart to shrink back the two hours for each show because it's stupid to have it at three hours it's hard to watch it's, yeah it's so long it's way too I long just, I, I see <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly trying to grasp it the what wrestling used to be like six seven eight years ago when i was younger and i want yeah. them to bring that back because it was so good yeah I, like yeah it was so good when i was in middle school and high school and just i don't know like it's not even bad now i think that the only thing about right now is that the quality of wrestling has gotten 10 times better than it was a couple years ago like there's a legitimate tag team division for the first time in five years oh uh, yeah the tag team is so good this era we'll call it yeah yeah the tag it's, team's it's awesome great. the women's wrestling's awesome uh all the young guys coming up from nxt have really made like a couple years ago everybody i mean cena's most notable for having his what five moves of doom or whatever but everybody was kind of like that yeah. a couple years ago they all had their stupid moves they would do and that was it i think the new guys coming mm-hmm. up and have really changed everything and have changed the speed at which some of the matches go at too and so i don't know this is the best like pure wrestling that it's been in years like probably since the early yeah. 2000s but sadly it's just bunch of other stuff storylines and things like that that i just think are lame yeah the storylines could could use some work but otherwise like the actual wrestling is is fantastic it's awesome let me uh so let me jump back to lego star wars for a second how are (laughs) how are you liking that i know we mentioned that a second ago and then we'll probably talk about pokemon go here in a minute how are you liking star wars Uh, i'm liking it uh it has a lot of cool neat ideas in there uh, like the third person shooting thing. I, like I thought that, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's good. I like the Lego games for the most part. Uh, some are better than others. Like the Avengers two or like the whatever the most, the second Marvel most one. recent Avengers one. Yeah, yeah, that one wasn't that one didn't do it for me. But like Lego Marvel superheroes, like that one was fantastic. That, one that was, was a awesome. really good Lego game. Yeah. Uh, Lego Batman 2 was a really good one, too. I like the uh, Lord of the Rings one, too. Lord of the Rings was um, pretty good. Lord of the Rings' open world was huge, though. That was, like, one of the big issues yes. I had with it. Yeah. But uh, I I think I like this one. I think it's up there with those three for me. But, uh, yeah, they they have some really cool new things that they actually... Like, something... There are actually new ideas in there, unlike previous uh lego games that's what i kind of so i reviewed it for the site that's what i kind of touched on is that they did a bunch of new things with the lego games for the first time ever like they always have the certain things like this character has this ability and this character has this ability and they interact with these Mm -hmm. certain items that's always been there but this time they actually changed like actual gameplay elements and how those work and i thought that they worked really well the flying in the game is awesome like even yeah. the on rail stuff and even the open area stuff is phenomenal. I was shocked with yeah. how good that was. Um, yeah. The third person stuff, like you said, is really cool. I like how the later later you get into the game, they start mixing those up, and it's less of just kill all these people, and it's more 
there's a puzzle in this area. You have to figure this puzzle out. Like, I, it's still in the end is shoot this thing, do this thing, pull this thing. Like it's simple, yeah. But it's not just mow people down. Like they start integrating puzzles into those third person cover based mechanics, which I thought was really cool. They took a bunch of new like they took a bunch of new ideas and properly implemented them in this game. And I think it's really the first one in years that's kind of changed the franchise up. And I was, I was really happy with it. I give it a, what I give it a nine, I think. I think you gave it a nine. Yeah. I really liked it. It was really good. And maybe that's, I'm, I don't think I'm biased because I could give it a proper review if I need to, but I really like star Wars too. So that, that definitely helped. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the last Lego star Wars game was like the, before they even had like any open world stuff, I think at it all. was yeah. I think it was the Clone Wars one, because they had yeah. the, they had Lego Star Wars three, which I, I think I bought once and didn't really care for it. They tried to do they tried to do something really weird with that one, if I remember right. It was like, the entire map was one stage or something like that. Huh. So interesting. It was it was weird. I don't I didn't think it was very good, but I really liked it. Yeah. How far are you into it? I. Just got out of the castle. Okay. Uh, it's okay. like the maybe the fifth chapter. I think I'm on the sixth chapter right now. Okay, so you're getting towards the tail end. It, it's, it wraps up kind of quickly, I think, if I remember right. I don't know. I mean, Ray, Ray just got captured. That's pretty much what I, I played it for like eight hours on Sunday and just get wow. robbed, grabbed all the gold <laughs> bricks. And I was like, I need to finish yeah. this. I, I want to finish this before I move on to Song of the Deep. So yeah, I mean, you are you are a trophy hunter. So, yeah, I mean, especially the on Lego games are meant for that. Especially on the Lego games, where if you just one hundred percent it, you get them all. So yeah, I wanted to knock that out rather quickly. Um, yeah, let's move into so again for those of you who listen to the show every week, whoever you are, I know there's maybe a couple of you out there. Um, so we usually have our notable news. Again, there's really not a bunch of news this week. Just it's been slow since E3 happened. And we've really got nothing. But the one big thing that I wanted to talk about, so this is kind of transitioning into our topics, but is also kind of newsworthy. Um, I wanted to talk this week about Pokemon Go because that came out last, I think, Wednesday. I think it's almost been out a week now, if I'm correct. I think it was last Wednesday. Um, And has flipped the entire world on its head. Like, not even a joke. I went downtown last night and played it in Indianapolis, and I saw probably 500, 600 different people walking the streets playing it. That's ridiculous. It's absurd. That's um, crazy. So I just kind of want to talk about, like, what you think What you think about this whole thing. Is the game good? That's a question I also have because <laughs> while I am enjoying it, sometimes I'm playing it, I'm like, this kind of sucks, but it's also really addictive for some reason, and I don't know why, and... I don't know. Just yeah. How do you feel about it as a whole? You okay? So you live up in Chicago. Have you? How, what's it like up there? Have you been? Have you played it downtown in the streets? Like, what level are you? How far? Not how far are you I'll into t- it, really? I guess because there's no will, end. But <laughs> yeah, I'll try to answer all those questions. Well, one, I'm more in like the. Uh, I'm not like by the city or anything. So I haven't played in the city yet. I will be doing that when I go see that let's play live stuff because i think that's the next time i'm going to the okay city. cool so i'll be up there and we can play pokemon together yes we yes we can and then uh so i'm more up like n- more near like the border of illinois and wisconsin that's where i'm at okay okay and there's just there's not much here there's not much it's a bunch of a bunch of ratatas and just bad pokemon that's sometimes you get some good stuff though a lot of weedles but uh 
lot of weedles. You have tons of weedles. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I'm not gonna. It's not a bad game. It can't be a bad game. I don't think it's bad either. Like, it's not bad, but it's not. I, I don't know. Because at the in the same I, time, I think it might be my favorite game that's come out this year. Like, it, <laughs> like if I was going to give game of the year out to anything, it might be Pokemon Go. But I don't know if it's that it's, great at the same time. I think it has breached the top five games of this year so far for me. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting one because I'll be dri- like, <laughs> my friends and I will drive around town. <laughs> just seeing what gyms there are and seeing if people are like parked by the gym be like those guys are about to take our gym so they'll take it and then we'll just take it right back like right afterwards it's like it's almost like promoting gang warfare in, in some sort of ways yeah it's, it's promoting kind of gang ridiculous. War- warfare with jigglypuffs and pidgeotos and stuff like that yeah yeah and like i'll just be driving like what the what am i doing with my life right now where i'm driving around looking for this snorlax that's behind this drive through at this restaurant, and I caught it. It was pretty awesome. Oh, man. But, like, I really want a Snorlax. But, yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm wasting gas. I'm wasting money. Like, I bought... Wasting I, my life. <laughs> wasting my life. I could be doing be doing better things right now. But lo and behold, I'm here trying to catch this Snorlax or Jigglypuff or whatever else that pops up and just be like, yeah, I'm whatever. I don't know. It's, it's a good game. I think it's a good game. Uh... It's, it's, I don't know, it just feels addicting because it's just so simple. And it's just like, oh, I just need to get one more Pokemon to do this. And every time it's, I just need to do this to get this. And it's all short-term stuff. I think what they do right is that, so the entire goal of Pokemon has always been, gotta catch them all. So what they do right is that while, like you said, you do see a lot of Weedles and Rattatas and just all the kind of Pidgeys, the junk that you hate seeing over and over and over again. Every now and then it does sprinkle in something. You're like, oh, crap, it's a Kangaskhan. I don't have that yet. And then you're running around looking for that. And you get that about once every two or three hours that you play the game, it seems like. Yeah. And if you get that moment, then you feel like you're slowly making progress to capturing them all. And that's the whole point. That's what you're trying to do. or That's what some people are trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do at this point because I don't think I'll ever take over a gym because my people are so (laughs) low level that I think I'm already way behind on that. I went down, yeah, I went downtown last night. I saw people who had like 1,600, 1,700 CP characters in some gyms. So it's yeah, my one, my one friend's really, really gotten into it. So he's got he doesn't have 1,600. He's got I think he's got maybe like 1,200s. Uh, but there's not a lot of people around here who have that number, so we'll we'll have a gym for like a solid three days, and then somebody will have something to finally beat it. But then he'll have something to beat that. So he's he's really on top of things as far as like getting <laughs> getting past that stuff. Uh, the other thing they do really well, like you're talking about, like collecting and getting getting more Pokemon, gotta catch them all, and all that stuff. Like the the evolving thing was really smart because. You do get a bunch of these garbage Pokemon like Rattatas mm-hmm. and Weedles and stuff like that. E- well, Eevee's not a garbage Pokemon. Eevee's awesome. Eevee but there's a lot awesome. of Eevees too. Uh, and you, if you just catch a bunch of those, that's how you evolve another Pokemon. So even when you're catching this this garbage, you're still making progress to make better Pokemon, which I think is something they did that was really smart. It's a good loop. To keep you coming back. I also like how you can't just find... I mean, you can't... The, the thing is, you can find pretty much anything out in the wild. But obviously, 
it's incredibly rare to just w- wander upon a Charizard or something like that. So you gotta <laughs> yeah. hope that you keep catching Charmander after Charmander after Charmander, and eventually you'll evolve it to that far. Like, I think that's yeah. a smart thing they did, like you said, with the candies to make you want to keep catching other Pokemon. The other smart thing they're doing in the the point where I'm at right now, and I don't know if this is really smart, but it's really making me think about my decisions is because obviously every time you level up, then the Pokemon that you find in the wild are a little bit higher CP than they were before. So I've got a friend who's like five levels higher, but uh, about, yeah, he's about five levels higher than me. And he's finding things consistently that are way higher than me. Like, oh shoot, I just caught a level 450 Oddish. I'm like, that's higher than any Pokemon I have right now. That's a (laughs) stupid Oddish. So obviously the more you level up, the more, the higher level, the low level stuff is going to be. So I'm in this point right now where I've got enough candies to level up, like, I don't uh, We've got a bunch of drowsies down here, and people are saying it's because of Naptown. Indianapolis's nickname is <laughs> Nap, Naptown. So there's <laughs> there's seriously drowsies all over Indianapolis. So I have, I have drowsies everywhere right now in my game. And yeah. I have, like, a decently high-level one, and I'm trying to think if I should evolve it. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, maybe if I just wait another two levels, then... Then I'll have one who's way higher level, and then I can evolve that one. But then at the same so, time, I'm like, oh, well, in two levels from now, I'll be saying the same thing and telling myself maybe I should just yeah. wait. So at what point do you evolve, and what point do you hold on how, to it? How I've been playing, because right now I'm level 14 right now, and I have been trying to catch super low-level Pokemon and just keep on evolving those Pokemon because you get a ton of experience from just evolving. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can also like when you catch uh when you catch those pokemon you can also power up those pokemons with the candies too so like you have a ton of drowsies you can theoretically catch this low level drowsy and turn into a hypno and then also power it up to whatever level you're allowed to because certain certain level trainers can uh level up only so much of a hypno. yeah and then each time you level that uh, max goes up so um i would say just level it up now and since you have a ton of drowsies just keep on leveling drowsies up and make hip tons of hypnos just make a ton of hypnos <laughs> and just keep leveling the yeah. hypnos up every single time yeah that's what i would that's do. that's not a bad idea yeah i mean there's a lot of depth to the game for how simple it is and i think that's what's kind of caught me off guard is and that's why i say it's not a bad game because at its core it is very repetitive like okay yeah. you gotta run out oh shoot rattata 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 pidgey rattata frittata weedle 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 like there's i mean there's <laughs> you're constantly catching a bunch of trash but there is like a surprising amount of depth to it like things like i just mentioned where like i am second guessing myself like okay should i do this now should i wait like what is the right thing to do here should i i, I don't know like should i go or should i stay or i don't just a bunch of stuff to think through and um yeah, it's it's it, it is good, I guess. I, I guess yeah. it's a, it's a fine, it's a good game for. I'll say this for mobile phones. It's probably oh. the most unique game I've seen, and it's probably my favorite. So it's one of my favorites for sure. I don't think there's but, much uh, competition for me on iPhone games though. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm a big threes fan. I love threes. I like threes too. <laughs> threes took over my life for about uh, two months there, and then I just started beating my head against that wall crying because I'm not. Why <laughs> like, well, can't I get past this score? I'm not good at yeah. it. That's the problem. 
Yeah, I'm I'm pretty not that great at it either. But uh, yeah, Pokemon Go is it's a good game. Uh, it's just crazy how many people are just playing it. I I was like in downtown Libertyville for people who are in like northwest suburbs, Illinois, Chicago. Um, and I just saw like these pack of like ten year olds just running everywhere, and I'm like, first off. Where are your parents? <laughs> what are they doing right now? And why aren't they watching you? And then second, I'm almost positive these kids are just running around trying to catch Pokemon because it's re- it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like how, why are there so many ten year olds around here? I think I told, yeah. I think I told you guys this other night, and th- this was the other thing I wanted to touch on before we moved on was just yeah the social aspect of it. I live in an incredibly small town, like couple thousand people maybe. Like it's I live okay. I. Yeah, I live in a really small town, and we went out the other yeah. night, me and a couple of my friends, and we were walking around the square and a couple of the surrounding neighborhoods downtown. We ran into like 10 or 15 people playing this game at like 1230 <laughs> at night. Like Wow. And one, we ran into one group of guys, and uh, I think there's like three or four of them in their group, and uh, they're like, just for reference, how old are you guys? And we're like, oh, we're all 22. And he's like, okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. And I was like, why, how old are you? He's like, we're all 28. And so, so you've got yeah. like grown men running around here. And then on the other side, on the flip side, like you said, kids, children running around, sprinting around, trying to find all of these people. I think it was really smart of them to only put the original Pokemon in it. The ones people, everybody is familiar yeah. with, whether you're young or old, because to me, those have been around since I was four or five, but they're also I mean, still pe- the most recognizable if you're eight, nine, 10 years old right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, Pikachu is Pokemon for a lot of people. And a lot of the times it's, uh, they always say it's always Charizard, Blast, yeah, Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur that are always like in there in the promotions for any sort of Pokemon like movie or game or whatever. Yeah. And then you've so, got like Jigglypuff, which is in Smash Bros and stuff like that. And yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just a, there's so many like popular ones from that first generation that are just really iconic for one reason or the other. Yeah, I. They made a really just addicting, smart, super profitable game. Yeah, it made fourteen million over the weekend or I something think, like uh, that. What did uh, I think Nintendo's stock has gone up like eighteen percent or something like that, which means they have. I think that's a profit of like seven to eight billion dollars for them collectively. Like that's how yeah, much I they've wish, made on this one stupid game. I, I wish I played the stock market and because I would have known. Like, I would have been like, man, this game's just going to be huge. And I know it. I know it is. The, yeah, that's the and, insane, <laughs> insane, insane thing is everybody's playing it. And that's yeah. that's what I can't believe because, like, us, we're gamers. Like, we've known about this for a while. Like, okay, that'll be cool when that comes out. I'm looking forward to that. Everybody's playing it. This is almost as yeah. downloaded as Twitter is. Yeah. And the retention I, on it, I think, is – I think they said the average person plays – 44 minutes a day that's ridiculous the average that's just the <laughs> average that's insane yeah yeah i think the amount um, the concurrent users is like more than like snapchat has it's ridiculous so <laughs> and it's been out like, for six days six days yeah and i think it's th- crazy i think they are gonna i think it is gonna bottom out eventually like and there will be like the hardcore of the hardcore it's a, it's I don't think it's something that's going to be as a constant with people. Like I 
No. I'm kind of both ways on it. Like, I think it is going to have be something that people are constantly playing, Like, but I don't think it's going to be, let's go downtown at 4 in the morning because this game just came out and I'm pumped about it. I think eventually it'll be, oh, I'm running to the store. May as well check Pokemon while I got a second, see if there's anything near me. I think it's going to turn into that yeah. kind of thing. It's not because, yeah, seriously, I saw hundreds of people playing this game last night and run into one area. There's, like, four lures down. There's couple hundred people all standing right there in that area like waiting waiting to get pokemon from the lures so yeah yeah it's like any game it's going to die down uh i think there is some sort of longevity to the game though uh i think whenever because they i think they just said that they were going to have updates bi-weekly or something like that that would be awesome uh and if they did something like every year they would add the next generation of pokemon like next year we'd get like the Jota. gold and silver Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Like that'd be, that would be awesome too. And I know trading is going to be one of the first things that they have too, which will get a ton of people to play as well. Like if they keep on doing a constant like updating system or something like that, like they, they will keep their player base. Uh, I mean, it's going to die down, but for the most part, it'll stay strong. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, the updates are something I didn't think about because you know that in time they will add trades. They will add probably battles of some sort. You would think, I mean, that's a that's a huge yeah. part of Pokemon. Like, you would think that they would add that in so, some capacity besides what they have right now with the gyms. Yeah, yeah, the gym battles aren't the greatest. I mean, you're basically just tapping your phone as fast as you can. At least that's how I play it. <laughs> yeah, that's how and I do it. And then if you just hold down on it, then that's how you do your special move. Um, but... Yeah, there's not really much there as far as the battle stuff is. It's basically a numbers game. Who has the most uh, combat power? Yeah, it's pretty lackluster right now with the battling, but I think they can improve on that. I don't know. I think, yeah, I'm both ways on it. I think it does have legs, but I think it will eventually slim down to like a more hardcore group of people, and then those are the ones who are going to be controlling the gyms and stuff like that, and I think gyms may be a little bit more under people's control more than like because i'll pass certain gyms in my town or something like that and i'll see it change hands three four (laughs) three four times in a day or something like that like yeah i think eventually this stuff's gonna slow down a little bit and it won't be that constant but i'm enjoying this right now like i'm really enjoying seeing everybody freak out about the same thing because i've never seen anything like this like i've had people driving past me last night just screaming out the window like Hey, Pokemon, 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 just stupid <laughs> stuff like that. Like people, I don't know. And we'll drive past people. The other night when we were out, it was like one in the morning. And I I forget what it was that pinged near us. Oh, it was a, it was a seal. There was a seal that pinged near us and none of us had had it. This was like the second or third night the game was out. And we were driving okay. around and it was one in the morning in my <laughs> little town. And some dude just, we just saw some dude randomly walking. We had no idea who he was nothing i just lean out the window and i go hey you seen a seal and he's like yeah that's what i'm looking for too man (laughs) of course like of course that this dude's looking for a seal too like it's weird it's weird that everybody's doing the exact same thing so yeah i had the same kind of experience like we were out at like 10 30 at night and uh we were driving around we were trying to find a nidorino uh and we found it and like all of us caught on whatever, we see these kids uh, coming up. By kids, they're probably like twenty, but we see these kids coming up, and uh, they're like, "Hey, you guys playing Pokemon Go?" We're like, "Yeah." They're like, "You catch the Nidorino?" I'm like, 
yeah, we caught the Nidoran. And then that's when I'm like, what are we doing right now? What is going on? But yeah, it's 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 a trip. I like the, I sure. like the social aspect the most out of it. I think that's what pleases me the most about it. The game itself's fine, but seeing that everybody, literally everybody, is currently playing this game is makes me happy because first off, as just a fan of Pokemon since the 90s, seeing everybody yeah. play this now is really satisfying to me for some reason. And it's just also interesting to be able to talk to, like that's the hardest thing about meeting people or talking to people or whatever is like. Uh, what's some common interest I can talk to about th- with this person and start strike up a conversation? Pokemon is currently the conversation starter for every everybody you meet, and so you yeah. can literally start. I mean, you can start relationships and friendships through this game now because you have yeah. you just have an end to talk to anybody about it who's wandering around staring at their phone, and so I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of depth to this game. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on with it. People are getting mugged because they're going to lure spots, which is kind of. <laughs> funny if i do yeah. say so like yeah i think there was a story uh about uh people using those stops the pokey stops it's like pe- like robbing people like they were robbing people at poke stops or something like that and that seems kind of i heard that seems real bad i heard something <laughs> about that too yeah then that's where it gets a little scary that there are kids playing this and then there are grown-up more adult and mature people like ourselves who are still playing this game <laughs> when yeah. we probably shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. Eh. I'm interested it's to for see, everybody. I'm interested to see what it is like a month from now when I come up to Chicago for Let's Play Live. I'll be interested to see how many people are actually still consistently still playing, playing it. Yeah, that's that's definitely the true test for this game is to see how long they can make this success last. Um but yeah, yeah, I think it'll I think it'll last quite a bit. Uh Till the end of the year, I don't know about that, but we'll see. Next we'll month, see what the updates probably. are. And when people do get bored with it, I do agree. I think they will eventually be like, "Hey, you caught them all. Now you haven't. Here comes the Johto start, the Johto Pokemon, or whatever." And I, I don't know if they'll eventually add all of them because then that's a little bit extreme, and the likelihood that's of you lot. catching all of them is very slim to none. I can see yeah. them adding maybe the second gen, and then maybe stopping around there. I well. I would not want Ho. Was it Hoenn? Hoenn's the, one that's, the uh, third. Ruby? Yeah, I, I hated those. Too many water Naughty. types. Y- yeah, you'd have to go and dive into an ocean. You'd have to go like <laughs> on a boat ride or something like that to find all of them. It's too much money to go east coast or west coast for me. So yeah, <laughs> definitely probably won't do that. But yeah, yeah, Hoenn was interesting. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see them going that far. Maybe maybe second gen, but outside of that, I don't see them really doing it. But if you haven't downloaded it yet and you're listening to this, um, you're an anomaly and you should probably conform to society and just download it already and give it a shot. And Now, more power to you, though, if you haven't downloaded it at this point because <laughs> I have not met anyone yet who doesn't have the game. So good on you. Um, yeah. Michael, your topic. Yes. I kind of mentioned it earlier. What is it? What do you want to yeah. talk about? I thought you had um, a good idea here. What I personally... Like to, uh, what I like to talk about is like people's influences because obviously you're doing this podcast for a reason, right? I mean, uh, there are people here or people that have, yeah. <laughs> is that your dog? That's my dog downstairs freaking out about something stupid. Yeah, she does. Uh, that. She does that often on this show. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just wanted to know like what what influenced you to do this show? Uh, I think 
it's kind of obvious with the with the shirt with the all. shirt i'm wearing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Maybe just a little um, bit just a little bit but uh yeah what what influenced you to do this and like what like why do you do it also so i think we've talked about i don't know how much we've actually talked about how this show got started with myself and max the guy i do the show with um personally i so the people who influence me obviously it starts with beyond podcast beyond greg craig miller colin moriarty those guys the kind of funny guys now um it starts there for me and i wouldn't be surprised if it starts there with you either um so i had been i had been working a job that i had a lot of downtime and I was just doing a whole bunch of nothing. Like my work was pretty mindless for eight hours a day and I wasn't doing anything. I was like, I need to start entertaining myself while I'm here or else I'm going to lose my mind. And music was only doing yeah. so much. So that's kind of how I got into podcast. I, I actually used to listen. I used to listen to them some back when I was in like junior high or high school a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But after I graduated high school was when I really got into it probably two or three years ago. Um, Okay. And I started listening to, yeah, just one day at work, I was like, I'm just going to listen to some podcasts. And I just pulled some up and I just, uh, I, I, I added a whole bunch randomly out of nowhere, like Game Informer Show, Podcast Beyond, Podcast Unlocked. Um, just, I liked IGN a lot. So I added all their podcasts and I've, I'd had heard of, heard them promoting them before. So yeah, the thing with uh, Beyond was I wasn't a big PlayStation guy when I started listening to the show, but obviously you start listening to the show, you're immediately kind of and captured by Greg and Colin and their banner and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, I really like these guys. And I think I started listening to that show right around, right around 300. I think it may have been like 301, 302, 303, something in there. I eventually went back and listened to 300, but, um, I jumped on right after that and they had been talking about, so it was, yeah, it was Greg Colin and Goldfarb at the time because Goldfarb hadn't left. And, um, I started listening to that show, got really into that. Eventually started listening to unlocked, um, let me see what I've got on my phone right now, actually, because I guarantee you there's a bunch of shows I'm forgetting. Um, yeah, so Beyond, NVC, Unlocked were some of the ones I listened to. Game Informer Show I actually listened to quite a bit as well. Um, okay. And then I started, I don't know, I just started discovering a bunch of stuff. Eventually they did Game Over Greggy Show, obviously, with Kind of Funny. They split off and started doing that. So I, of course, listened to that. Um there's just I, I started listening to a bunch of stuff in podcast form, whether it be like church sermons or something like that, like I would listen to every now and then. Um, <laughs> what else? I don't know. There was a bunch of stuff I started listening to. So it begins with Greg and Colin and Goldfarb to that extent too. And I had listened to them for so long. And I think what hooked me with it was I, I've got a bunch of friends who play video games, but the thing with that is – I don't feel like any of them like talking about games to, on the level that yeah. I do, like from an industry perspective, like, whoa, did you see what Ubisoft did with this? Man, how's that going to affect their company a couple of years from now? Or just, I don't know, the weird stuff like that, the weird like inside baseball stuff of the gaming industry. None of them care about that. Like they'll get excited for it. Oh, hey, Fallout's coming out. I'm excited for, to play Fallout 4. Just simple stuff like that. I couldn't talk to anybody on a deeper level about it. So. Yeah. I think podcasting kind of listening to those podcasts kind of filled that hole. I was like, okay, cool. I feel like I'm kind of having a conversation about about this now. And then um, eventually Max and myself met. I had actually previously known him. I talked to him about it. I 
we talked a bunch. I was like, you clearly like this stuff as much as I do. I really want to start a podcast. That's kind of how this show got started. I could go into way more detail. I feel like I've talked forever. I don't know. Starts with Greg and Colin though. Those are two of my biggest influences. Uh, yeah. On a surface level, I can get into some other stuff in a couple minutes though. But what about yourself? Uh, uh, kind of similar. Uh, I actually started listening to Game Scoop is what got Game me. Scoop. Into okay. It. Yeah. So Damon Hatfield and Greg was very reoccurring. He, I don't know if he was like one of the main people. Uh, I know that like Justin was, Davis I was going to say was is, Justin a regular on it then at that point? Yeah. I don't know if he was the regular at that point, but he was also on it very regularly too. Uh, so I listened to Game Scoop and that kind of got me into podcasts in general. So then through Game Scoop, I got into Beyond and uh, the other one that really uh, in- inspired me to do a lot of this stuff was Giant Bombs. Okay. Uh, I absolutely love all of giant bomb stuff uh it's just funny they just they just talk how they want to and that's kind of like why i like kind of funny too is they they say their opinion they don't care who else what anybody else thinks it's their opinion they're not trying to like impress the audience or anything they're just being themselves and that's what i like kind of funny for and that's what i like giant bomb for is because they are those they do say what's on their mind uh but yeah i'd say that's what kind of inspired me to start podcasting uh it was just easy to do it and i liked to do it i like talking on a microphone i play music uh yeah i was on i was on kind of funny live t- th- this morning so yeah i saw that i saw that yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I checked out the link or calling greg live you said yeah yeah it was on the whatever the twitch thing and uh i mean i play i play drums so it was i had the equipment already uh i just had to buy these lights and stuff and uh, I did buy quite a bit of other stuff too. It, it was it's pretty expensive, turns out. Yeah. To do let's plays and podcasting, <laughs> so uh, that's kind of where yeah, I'm just, at right now. Yeah, trying to yeah. buy everything. Yeah, and like you, I had like a ton of free time, and I liked talking about games and all that stuff. So that's how I kind of got started into it. Was I got inspired by those two groups, uh, Beyond, and also. Uh, giant bomb uh my beyond crew that i started with was the clements time so it was like right when clements yeah right when clements left it was like two episodes before that is when i started okay so, so you didn't so yeah. you weren't there with him very long no so you so him. we started listening then around probably around the same time because i know he got yeah. laid off like right before 300 if i'm correct i believe so yeah okay it was right before then because it was like it was cool that he was there and stuff like that at 300. Yeah. All that stuff. I, um, uh, I actually went to beyond 400 last year. That was, oh, really? that was a lot of fun. Um, I needed to get out of town for a while because I was losing my mind. Cause I just felt like trapped and I hadn't gone on a trip in a long time. I was like, I don't, I'm just going to blow money and go to beyond 400. So that was really cool seeing that and meeting everybody. Uh, Greg was there, got to meet him. Still haven't met Colin. I know you went to kind of funny live this year. That was yeah. probably really awesome for you because I was following that yeah. on Twitter all night long, seeing all the footage of that. And <laughs> yeah. It looked nuts. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy time. That was like the, uh, I don't know, that was unreal. Like that that show was crazy. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, just that pretty much inspired me. It, it makes me happy and it just keeps me busy. So it's something it's something fun to do. Like I really I really enjoy doing it. I think the heart so. 
I think the hard thing for Max and myself with recording is that we do do the entire show like this, like over the internet, and we have to record yeah. from our separate houses. You record in person a lot, and yeah, that's got to be ten times easier, I would think. I literally just up the amount, like on Audacity, I up the gain just a little bit because it's kind of quiet. Uh-huh. And then I, I add the song that we have because the song that I have is something my brother and I recorded um, when I was in a band with him. So uh, that's our song. And then I just put that in there and and just put it right up right after that. It's like Easy. it's like five minutes. Easy as can be. Yeah, because I, I mean, yeah. this doesn't take me too long, especially on these ones where usually we take a break in the middle of the show. And then so I kind of have to do some splicing here and there. But uh, it's usually not too hard to do it this way yeah. either. But yeah. I would prefer to record in person, mainly because it you would, can tell like when another person's trying to speak or say something. And like this, you, there's a lot of stepping on each other's toes when you record over Skype or Google Hangouts like we do here. And yeah, it just gets complicated. I hear you. Like the conversation, I would assume, would flow better with when you're with the person there because you react to their mannerisms or any else they have to say like right away instead of like waiting and then oh they're done okay now i can this, talk yeah this is more give and take like yeah. they're are they done speaking okay okay they're done speaking so i'll jump in yeah it's yeah. it's hard to do but it's still very rewarding and i know max and myself like doing it a lot um yeah so you mentioned so you've got five podcasts what are yeah. they all um, do you still do all of them like how often so do you record like we we are now because i don't have a lot of money uh, I more or less fund it. Uh, we had a website. It was called superrusegames.com. And uh, re- now it is gone. In website form, we are planning to just move everything to YouTube. Yeah. Because it's just cheaper. Uh, so we're in the... We're looking for like a podcast hosting service that's hopefully free. I don't know if you know anything because that would help. We we looked around for quite a while and no, we eventually see yeah. that's my problem is I would actually be interested in starting another podcast or two, but I can't pay the money for it every year. Yeah, it gets, yeah, exactly. It gets kind of pricey. It does. Uh, it was I did mine through Squarespace. Um, it's it was super easy. It wasn't hard at all. I'm not trying to endorse Squarespace or anything. I feel like I've heard this just, ad before. It was super yeah. easy. <laughs> Build it beautiful. Tell tell <laughs> tell Nick how you built the website. Yeah, I built it in a day <laughs> right before we went live. Yeah. Yeah. It it was incredibly easy and uh it was easy to transfer those to iTunes and all that stuff too. Um just I couldn't really pay a lot of anymore and uh i personally want to focus more on podcasting and everybody else uh in the website right now wants to do a lot of video stuff so i'm pretty much in charge of the podcasting stuff and then the people who i do the podcast with are more or less in charge of the video stuff but now since we're moving everything to youtube um i'm not entirely sure what's what gonna we're going to do yeah. or what's going what's happening um so yeah uh i guess f- theoretically i have five podcasts uh, we have the <laughs> we have the Super Use Games cast, which is like this is it's a gaming podcast. Um, and then my one friend who I he is not no longer in that podcast because he wanted to do a PlayStation podcast. So we have one called the Platinum Players Podcast. Nice name. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and we have to figure that's the one where it wasn't actually released on iTunes it was just on our website because I was lazy you didn't feel <laughs> didn't like going the, through the entire didn't, didn't process to, yeah I didn't do the submitting the podcast and all that stuff so we have that um, we have Between the Ropes was what it was called but that was our wrestling podcast with the same person who does the um, the PlayStation one it was just two of us. Okay. Uh, we had one called Screen Testers, which was a movie podcast. But nice. now, um, I don't know if we're doing that one anymore. That one's still up in the air, whether or not we're still doing that one or not. Uh, and then the last one was the Nerd Blast podcast, which is a really goofy name. <laughs> because I think when we were recording it, we called it something else. And then the host, who is the one who I do the wrestling and the playstation one with he accidentally said nerd blast i'm like as the person who owns the website we're naming the podcast nerd blast right now because that's sounds way cooler and he agreed and then we were like okay cool so it's the nerd blast podcast and that one is just like anything nerdy so it's video games comic books okay it's more like that one in format is more like the game Game over Over show show. okay yeah see because it's all topical yeah see so my problems with uh, recording and stuff like that. And this is Max, nothing. This is not actually, this is no, I don't know. understand why Max would take offense to this at all. Um, I don't have, I would like to do other podcasts. Like I've kicked around the idea of doing even like a political podcast, even though I don't yeah. keep up with that as much. See, I would like some sort of grab bag podcast, like a game over Grady Shore or, or like nerd blast even Yeah, where you can just kind of talk about whatever, because I read a ton of comics. I read, yeah, I basically just read comics. Um, between <laughs> comics and games and then movies and stuff like that, like I'm really into that stuff. It's hard to do, though, when there's no one immediately around me in my vicinity that I know who wants to do that stuff for starters. And then yeah. on top of that, like it's hard for Max and myself to run this show being on. like he, So he lives down in Florida and I live in Indianapolis. So it's really, oh. it's really pretty complicated for us to like get the show. Well, not get the show out there, but like okay, what do we need to do to improve the show? And how do we get the show to more people? Let's try to do this, 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 and this. And so we have like a checklist of things. It's like, I'll take care of these things. You can take care of these things. And then we kind of try to meet somewhere in the middle. And usually it works out pretty well, but it's obviously 10 times easier if you can get together with people in the room and be like, okay, let's do this stuff right now. And let's plan all this stuff out and do this. And I don't know, it's really hard when you've each got separate lives in separate parts of the country and you're trying to, Yeah. We're like, I don't know. So how did the, I mean, this is kind of getting in the podcasting weeds. I think this is I think this is an interesting discussion, though, for the people out there who are wondering how the podcasting sausage is made. So, how uh, with uh, with Squarespace, how did that work exactly? In like, well, how do you in post what aspect? it? Huh? Oh, so oh no, I asked in what aspect? But yeah, like, so how do you post um, it? Like, because right now we use SoundCloud, and I think it's like a hundred twenty dollars a year. We get unlimited uploads. Um, it, we run our RSS feed through it. So I've thought of yeah. switching providers, but I'm scared to because I feel like we'd have to do a massive transfer of everything and that would be really freaking complicated and we've got like 60 yeah. episodes at this point. And... Yeah. Uh, how it works for... Let me think. So Squarespace, I believe, is $99 a year, but I was doing it monthly because that's how I could pay for it. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't just dish out a hundred at that time, but that's the smarter way to do it is to just dish out the hundred. Um, and then 
Uh, same way, uh, you just it makes an RSS feed for you, and then you submit that RSS feed like how you usually do on iTunes. You just do the submit podcast, put in the RSS feed, and then go from there uh, and submit it. Uh, it's it was incredibly easy. I'm not sure how it works on like SoundCloud and stuff, but I know that for Squarespace, uh, there's a certain format that the RSS feed goes into, and um, you just type that in pretty much and it's it's what it, it is what it it's, is it, it's so. what it is yeah that's yeah. that's it so on our website on playstation insider we have the greatness awaits podcast i assume have you seen how they embed the podcast in those articles when they do post I, them yeah that, i see how they do it yeah. is that what is it pretty much similar to how it is on squarespace yeah it's it's very similar yes okay i see because i'm definitely always looking to mix it up like SoundCloud's been fine. I think SoundCloud actually is pretty decent because of, like, people search direct. Instead of people having to specifically find your website or find it on iTunes, they can just maybe happen to run across it while searching for some other random thing while searching on SoundCloud. So I like that aspect of it, but it is kind of clunky every now and then, and I would almost prefer to just get our own website and have it go up that way. Having your own website, I think, is nice uh, because it's easier to plug when you're at the end of your website, like, and it's straightforward usually. So, like for me, it'd just be like www.superheroesgames.com would usually what I would say, and that's easier to say than like go to this link at soundcloud.com/slash/this and whatever else. Um, it's just it makes things a little bit easier and people know where to go rather than like, Oh, I have to find it through Squarespace. No, it's instead it's their website. So you, they, all they have to do is search your name and then there you go. They found it. Yeah. That's probably a pretty easy way to do it is just because yeah. if they know the name of the show or whatever, or well, I mean, in your case, yeah. you have five different shows, so it may not be that easy, but like, of course we'd probably just title it what millennial gaming com or something like that. And then be an yeah. easy enough way to do it. And see the smart thing about what you've done is, so we've just got this one show and I guess we could turn it into a brand of sorts, I guess, and change the, yeah. change the title of it or something. I don't know. We could have it, we could rebrand it somehow and then have multiple podcasts under. So do you, can, do you, can you get multiple RSS feeds on through Squarespace then I assume? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's what I thought. So, cause right now the way we do it with, um, soundcloud i don't think we can get different rss feeds or the problem with uh soundcloud is that everything we upload goes up as millennial gaming speak like it's yeah it's it falls grouped together with those and so i think then when we go to our rss feed they just all upload under that so if i ever did want to have like a podcast about comics or whatever the heck i want to talk about that it's a little bit more difficult so yeah. It's something I definitely would like to look into, but I would also need some people who want to record that stuff with me because I know Max does not know enough about comics or half the other stuff I'm into. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a lot harder than what I said before. I, I know it said it was easy, but once you really get into it, it gets it sometimes gets stressful and it gets it does get hard to like upload at a certain time making sure that everybody can make it there at the same time or i mean in your case like make sure they could be on the computer at the same time that's that's a problem yeah um and for you i'm sure like editing is a lot a lot harder than what i have to deal with um so i mean like it's it's 
hard to do, but at the same time, out of any of the media things that you can get into, like music or this, uh, I'd say it's probably the easiest one. Most affordable, for sure. It's, it's, yeah, it's really easy to get into. Like, I've upgraded my mic recently, and I've upgraded the camera, if you can see us on YouTube. Like, I've yeah recently bought a new webcam and stuff like that. So I am slowly starting to upgrade, but for the longest time, it was just very crappy mic and a set of i just bought these as well i just had iphone headphones for the longest time and uh, it's gotten to the it, we're I'm, I'm i'm starting to slowly upgrade and it's getting a little bit easier to record than it used to so i definitely enjoy it it's a lot of fun to record also the one other thing i wanted to mention as far as like influences and stuff like that um comedy button the comedy button yeah has yeah. really I got into that about a year ago around this time and I mm-hmm. listened to all I listened to every single episode that they had within like six months or something like that or six to eight months yeah. something around there I got really into the comedy button and I'd say that's probably my favorite podcast at this point even that was the podcast when I had to go down to Florida for my uh, girlfriend's brother's wedding and we just listened to comedy button until we got there because they're short they're like fun like she's interested in it like she she listens to kind of funny also she listens but she she really likes tim she likes tim and nick stuff rather than yeah (laughs) yeah so she likes the love and sex stuff and uh she does like game over greggy show uh but when i put on like ps i love you xoxo or like uh kind of funny games cast she's like not even interested the stuff that that we like (laughs) yeah she's like not she doesn't care and she'll fall asleep, which is good, I guess, during a road trip. But, <laughs> but uh, as long as she's not driving, yeah. Ex- exactly. So uh, we listen to a lot of comedy button. That's what, basically, what we listen to there and back from here to Florida because we were driving. It's so. ex- it's really accessible to listen to. And then yeah. the thing I appreciate about that show is listening to it in a way that I did. You can see how they all change slowly over time. Like, I love seeing how all of their lives slowly change and. I don't know. It's just a really yeah. cool show and how listening to it from beginning to end, like I did, it's, it's interesting to just, yeah, see, see how people's lives change, how their ideals change. And while yeah. continually making dumb jokes about horses and whatever the heck they talk about on that show. Yeah. Raccoons and panguses and whatever else they have to say. <laughs> I'm a dirty, dirty duck. Yeah. Yeah. Duck knock Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good show. I, I, Love that stuff. I got to meet him, Brian Altano. See, that is the one thing. <laughs> so I went to Beyond 400. I met everybody. I met Greg. I met Damon, Naomi. I mean, name yeah. an IGN person. I probably met them, um, yeah. even though Greg wasn't with IGN when this happened. Brian was the one yeah. person who, when I went, I liked Brian. I thought he was cool, but I had only ever heard him through Beyond. I was like, Brian's all right. He seems kind of like a East Coast douche, though. Then I listened to the <laughs> comedy button. Dude, I think Brian's like one of my favorite people on this planet. I yeah, he was. I love that cool man dude. so yeah. much, and I wish that I would have. I saw him, and I could have easily walked over to him and said, "Hey, what's up?" But I just never did for some reason, and <laughs> I think it's because I was talking to like Marty Sleva or something like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I should have gone and said something to Brian because I've regretted that ever since. But I assume I'll get back out there at some point and probably talk to him yeah yeah he was a super nice guy uh i don't know that's all i really have to say about him but like, yeah he was totally cool super cool he talked to again like how everybody did at kind of funny if there was a famous person a lot bunch of people would go up to them 
Uh, and yeah, he talked to every single person, like at least like six, ten minutes. Yeah, he's had a good conversation with him. I'm like, real, wow, he's real laid back. He seems like a cool yeah. guy. I don't know why I ever thought he was probably. I don't know. He's got that East Coast attitude about him, but at the same time, he's also like an extremely nice person. So yeah, he was he was super cool. So I enjoyed. Well, that whole trip I enjoyed. That trip was ridiculous. But yeah, you're going next year, aren't you? Uh, I plan on it. So. Okay. Are you saving right now? Like, like I am kind of <laughs> yeah. Doing, yeah, I'm kind of doing. I'm I'm saving money in general, and that money will more than likely be used to go to kind of funny. Life. I gotta I gotta get the stupid PSVR first, and then I'm probably gonna start saving up for kind of funny live three. Yeah, my girlfriend and I are gonna split the PSVR. So. Nice. So your girlfriend <laughs> plays games and stuff. Yeah, she or, she got she got a PlayStation Four. She got that Batman one, ooh, the special okay, edition cool. one. Yeah. So, yeah, she plays PS4. Um, we're probably going to end up swinging that 200 each. So That's not bad. Yeah. That won't be too bad. No. Not too expensive. Yeah, I got I to gotta buy that, and then I'm going to try to start saving up for Kind of Funny Live. And then, of course, I'm coming up there next month to Chicago for Let's Play Live, which I hope is cool because I don't know what to expect from that at all. So If it's – I mean, if it's anything like any of the days from Kind of Funny Live 2, then I think it will be – I think it'll be fun, at least. It'll probably be fun, least. and I don't know if we'll get to meet many of the people afterwards. Actually, nah, I bet so we do. More, more than likely, there will be some sort of, like, I mean, community-wise, there'll be some sort of, like, uh, meeting thing. Where I guarantee you Greg has a meetup at Portillo's. And his, I, mo- his, mom, yeah. his mom was talking to people yesterday on Twitter, and she's like, we got to have a meetup. And so yeah, I guarantee yeah. you we do something. Greg's mom was really nice when you, I met her. You met her? She was yeah. yeah she seems really we cool in, yeah she was super nice we uh what do you call it? i was in line the second day i was in line i was uh next to like zyger and trevor starkey yeah and, yeah uh, trevor's a Haley. nice guy I've, i met trevor at beyond 408 uh at underdogs yeah. with him and he's a super nice guy yeah yeah they were all super cool super chill and everything and yeah uh then his mom, like Greg's mom, came up. I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> what's up? How's it doing, big old Jamie Kennedy? Yeah. yeah, and then Kevin came out too. We talked to him for like 20 minutes. That was cool. That's cool. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's weird meeting those guys because they talk to you, they talk into your ears for hours on it, and then you finally talk to them and actually have a conversation with them. It's like, oh, I'm finally in in putting my voice and saying something back to you this time. So, yeah, it's cool. The, yeah, that. Did you meet, uh, you obviously met Colin. You've got a picture with Colin. Yeah, yeah, I met him. I really want to meet him, even though I know he's not into meeting people very much. Uh, I think what hooked me with Beyond originally, even more, like I love Greg, but I think Colin was what hooked me with Beyond more than anything else. Yeah, I think it's their, like their banter between each other because they are, they're not opposites, but they conflict each other in some sort of way. Greg's and very loud and boisterous, and Colin's kind of a curmudgeon, and they yeah. they do play off each other in that way. Yeah, and it, it works for them very well. So I I really I, I really want to meet Colin. I wish I, I, he wasn't at Beyond Four Hundred. I wanted him to be, but he wasn't. Yeah. So that sucks. But I'm sure I'll meet him at some point next year. At kind of funny live three if I go, which I really really want to. I'm gonna make. Yeah. I'm not gonna make. I'm gonna make sure I get out there. Yeah, because I it was, was it was it was a trip. Like the trip was awesome. Did you fly out there? Yeah, I flew out with my girlfriend. 
So okay, cool. Yeah, if you if you go, then I'll just crash with you, and you can pay, yeah. you can pay for the room and all that stuff and my food. And I'll just pay. Yeah, I'll pay for everything. You don't have to worry just, about just it. on your dime. <laughs> no, we yeah, could get a all... we could get an Airbnb or something like that together. Yeah, yeah. It, the hotel we had wasn't too expensive. I mean, basically how it worked was I paid for the I got the VIP tickets, so I paid for the tickets, and then my girlfriend paid for uh, the flight. <sighs> You did get the it, VIP tickets? Yeah. Dang. That must have been <laughs> that must have been really nice though. Yeah, it was. So Yeah, it was a uh, that trip was crazy. It's it was, it's it made me want to go out more uh just in general like with my life. Like I was like I want to travel like way more than I ever wanted to now. That's exactly oh. how I felt after I went out there. Was just Yeah. There's a ton of stuff I've never seen before, and I just I want to go to these. That's that's why I bought my tickets to Beyond originally. Was I I looked at it? I was like, I really want to go to this, and I'm like, okay, why don't I just go to it then? Like, what's keeping me? Yeah, exactly. What's keeping me from going to it other than the fact that I, in my mind, I'm telling myself that eh, I I probably won't go to that. Like, if you just do it, then obviously it costs money, and you got to have the money to do it. And that was my problem I'm, with kind of funny life too this year. But yeah. I'm more or less feeling the after effects of uh, spending a, just a ton of money. but um. That's how I felt for a while. I bought the worst thing about uh, Beyond last year was that they announced it. They, they only announced it like two weeks before it happened. They're like, yeah, we are yeah. having a big party. It's the IGN house party. Come down for Beyond 400 and unlock 200 or whatever it was. So yeah. when I went to go buy plane tickets, they were outrageous because, of course, it was extremely short notice. So yeah. That was the only struggle. If kind of funny does a good job of announcing it pretty far in advance, but not when it's on Memorial Day. That was the yeah. awful part this past year. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was crazy. Well, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about with the topic before we probably close up shop for this episode? I think we actually, yeah, we went about like what we normally do. Yeah. Uh, one question: Are you a Rush fan? Uh, yeah, I am definitely a Rush fan. <laughs> I noticed the pictures you in noticed, the back. You noticed the I picture in the corner? I have that same one. I have that same one in my room. <laughs> you have the same one in your room? That's the awesome. same exact one. Yeah. I've got, uh, my parents bought a bunch of pictures from whoever that artist is. They're all around up here, actually. Let me, so like, let me do, have a very jarring. Whoa. Okay. So. No, I'm a, I'm an, I'm a huge Rush fan, so. Okay, good to know. That over there, so you can got like yeah. Jimi Hendrix on the left, and then the Beatles, and then John Morrison, and then U2, and then John Lennon, and then the Rolling Stones is on the right, and then there's Kurt Cobain, and then back behind me is Bruce Springsteen, Pink Floyd, Metallica, and then Rush is on that one wall. So solid. Yeah. All my parents bought yeah. those, but I definitely adore all of those bands myself. I listen. That's probably the main kind of stuff I listen to. Yeah, I've seen Rush like eight times. So I've I'm seen a- I've seen them once when I was like <laughs> eight, and then I've never yeah. seen them again. I'm really mad that I didn't. Yeah, they're not touring anymore. So they aren't, which really sucks. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I talked to you about how I wanted to go up there and see Radiohead at Lollapalooza, and that's just not gonna yeah. happen. Which sucks. Yeah. 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 So oh, yeah. Rush rules. Yeah. Right, yeah, I was just like, oh, that's that's Rush right there. I've, like, I've seen that picture <laughs> in my own room many times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, um, that's all the questions was I, gonna, I had. There was one other thing I was going to ask you. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, are you going to that meetup this weekend? Let's see. 
The one for who's in town, yeah. Sean or whatever. I think Sean's in town. I don't. Nobody has posted anything. That's though. what I'm wondering I, about. Because I saw on the Twitch chat they're like, "There's a meetup this weekend," and I'm like, "Okay, uh, okay, what's when? Like, what? Like, when's the time?" So I might. Uh, I don't. I don't think I have anything going on. So that's my thing. I don't have anything to do this weekend, so I may just run up there because why not like i don't know it's yeah. either that or i'll I'm, sit on my couch and play video games all day so yeah i may uh if i have a little bit extra spending money i can i could probably do that i mean you'll assume they'll just go to portillo's or something like that probably more than likely uh which and i assume it'll be in the city too so which isn't necessarily a bad thing first time no. i went there i understood why greg ranted about it all the time yeah, no, Portillo's is great. Sean's stopping, yeah, because Sean's on his way out to IGN, isn't he? I think he starts like yeah, a I week or two soon. from now. So he's yeah, probably just I, pit stopping here. Yeah, and then I think uh, I think Zyger was in. He's coming in too. That's what, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out too. Because I'd like to meet all those guys. I mean, you hear so much about them and everybody loves them so much, but I never met them. Yeah. So be nice They're to all cool say, dudes. say hello to those people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I'll talk to you about that, and maybe I can come up there. But uh, besides that, I think that's it for episode 49 of Millennial Gaming Speak. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, you can find the show at all of these places that I'm going to mention. Uh, first off, you can email us with any questions, comments, or concerns that you may have. We're at mgspodcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a message over there. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow the show at mgspodcast. You can follow myself at moreman12. Michael, where can they follow you at? You can follow me at MJRuiz710 on Twitter. And, MJ. yeah, and also, uh, just because I use Instagram a lot, MikeyJRuiz on there. So, And then our YouTube channel, I think, is YouTube.com slash Super R-O-O-Z. That's Ruse Games. So, yeah, that's about it. Okay, cool. So find Michael at all of those places. Um, trying to think what else. Yeah. Uh, speaking of YouTube, please like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff that we always ask you to do. Um, again, I'm going to mention it again this week. If you could leave an iTunes review, that would be phenomenal. We're trying to, we're trying to get a couple more reviews up there on iTunes. And we're also trying to gauge how many people do listen to the show through iTunes, because I know we predominantly look at a bunch of our views through or our listens through SoundCloud. So if you listen to the show through iTunes, it'd be awesome. If you could just leave a quick review, give us five stars, because that's how good our show is. Um, <laughs> besides that, I think that's about it. I don't know what is going to be going on with the show next week. I don't know if Max is back next week or not. He might be. He may not hmm. be. If not, Michael, maybe we'll just have you back on if you want to be on again. Absolutely, yeah. I'm totally down for coming back. So next week's episode 50, I think we are going to do some sort of special blowout, but I also have no idea what we're going to do. So <laughs> just come back and we'll make it up as we go, kind of like we did this week. Um, <laughs> but again, thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it so much. Uh, we hope that you have a great week. Bye-bye now. Later, guys. <laughs>